0: Hi everyone, Uh, welcome to the Percussion Discussion by Gappu Kahoons. I'm Charu Hariharan, I am a percussionist, I endorse Gappu Kahoons and I'm really happy to be here uh, hosting the Percussion Discussion today and we have a very, very special guest who will be participating with us, Uh, the amazingly talented, uh, a person who is a torchbearer of a great lineage and son of a great master. Uh, Sri Anubrata Chatterjee will be joining us very soon. But before that, I'll just speak a little about Gapu. Uh, I am an artist endorsing Gapu for the last two years. And it's been a great journey. Uh, I use a lot of instruments by Gapu. Gapu has a lot of new instruments that it has launched over the last one year. Uh, it has varieties of cajons. It started with a couple of cajons or more, but now there is a wide variety of cajons. A lot of amazing artists, including Greg Ellis, uh, have high opinions about the cajon. Recently, um, uh, a new instrument was launched called the Tajobla. And uh, it is launched by Vikram Ghoshji. And uh, a lot of videos were released on the Gapu channel uh, in the last few days. And they have hot rods, they have cajon sticks, they have bongos, uh, they have... Uh, uh, amazing range of cajones, ranging from small ones to uh, star cajones, which are, you know, changeable cajones, in fact, uh, self dismantleable or arrangeable cajones. And uh, so many rain sticks uh, is one of the most amazing instruments I've seen from Gappu. Pretty heavy and amazing sound, has a great bass. I personally use rain sticks a lot. I use the bongos. I also use uh, standard B02 cajon. Amazing uh, instruments that Kapu has, and uh, and this is also great that uh, Kapu is initiating conversations and discussions with amazing percussionists all around India and also globally. In fact, uh, we have had interactions with a lot of international artists through the channel, through Instagram Live, and uh, it is my pleasure, my honor to be inviting uh, the wonderful uh, Anubrataji today. Uh, so. I'll slowly have him over the discussion now. And I'm really looking forward to the conversation. Uh, We had a little phone call just before, uh, you know, we were planning to do the live. I've not met him in person, but I've listened to a lot of his work. And of course, uh, his father, uh, Pandit Orindo Chatterjee, Uh, no one, I mean, he doesn't need an introduction at all. So I'm inviting Anuprita Ji to join the conversation now.
1: Hello. Namaste. Chati, How namaste,
0: are you? namaste. Namaste. I am namaste. absolutely fine. Uh, uh, today is IPL as well, so maybe a few viewers or less, but I think all those people who have joined are percussionists uh-huh. and drummers, and we have amazing people who are joining the. Uh, you know, uh, the, view with, yeah, the viewing.
1: Actually, this is, this is our, uh, you know, World Cup of Percussion League. So this is, you know, parallel to whatever is going. I know we all, I mean, including me and a lot of people are watching india pakistan but I'm really yeah, looking forward yeah, yeah, to this yeah. discussion with you. And uh, thanks for inviting me. I would want to congratulate the whole GAPU team that they're doing so yeah. well. And it's actually very recently I got to hear about GAPU and their amazing work. And Ooh, uh, nice. I really congratulate, okay. yeah, really congratulate the whole team for, you know, coming up with these instruments, which are, I guess, based out of Cajon, but there are many variants and varieties.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And very few Indian companies who are doing this uh, work, actually, yeah. and coming up with such an amazing range of instruments, especially the wooden percussions, which is very rare uh, to, Absolutely. you know, CB manufacture in India. So yep. it's absolutely amazing that they are doing something. And also initiating such conversations. We are able to meet because of the session today, in fact. Otherwise, a- absolutely, you know, absolutely. Uh, it's the first time I'm getting to know you and uh, yeah, speak to you.
1: Same here. Thanks to the technology that, you know, we haven't actually met, but we are meeting yeah. virtually and, you know, doing this discussion. Great. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you don't really need an introduction. I can see you everywhere <laughs> in the, in the playing, in the sense, you've played with your father, uh, you're playing as a solo artist, you've accompanied amazing uh, artists. I mean, beginning with Pandit Hari Prasad Chaurasia, which is a great launch in itself, right? Like the first concert you've had, absolutely. if I am right. Yeah, uh, you've had with, yeah, and, I mean, and with, also...
1: With, with Pandit Hari Prasad Chaurasia, it was like a, you know, child artist launch. And yeah. then I was very lucky to be, you know, launched by Ustad Amjad Ali Khan Saab when I was a youngster oh, and more into the professional stream of things. So I'm oh, really, hof. really, you know, uh, what would I say, like really obliged and really thankful to these great Ustads. Who, yeah, legends. You know, like the chance each of at, them. At a very young, young age to, you know, get exposed to the thick of things.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so can we just start with your beginning? Because uh, when you were like very, very young, you had the bandh with, uh, you know, Pundit Jnan Prakash Ghosh, if I'm right, yeah, uh, who's, who's like, yeah, who, who's like a legend of the Farukhabad Karana, your father, and you know, and you are also a torchbearer of the same Karana. Just, just uh, you know, share something about learning under such a great master. I'm beginning I mean, with
1: such it, a great master. Sure, it it basically happened, you know, in in our culture that uh, it's always recommended and preferred that whenever there is the 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 senior, the legendary guru alive, so yeah. just for you know just for a little kid, you do the gandabandhan ceremony more like a ashirvad than actually learning, because when oh, I okay. did the gandabandhan with Guru gan Prakash Ji, I was too young to actually understand you know, what he is about. I'm still young. I still, you know, have a long way to understand what he was about. I am mm-hmm. understanding. But, <laughs> but that time, that that time it was more like because my father started learning uh, from him at the age of five or mm-hmm. probably a couple of years younger, three or something. So, oh, okay. you know, when I was growing up as, as a kid, they wanted the blessing more than the actual talim. So technically mm. I only got two, three classes from him and you know, his, his level of Talim was way, way above my head. I was just a kid. I had no idea, but now when I see now, when I, you know, play more and I'm into the things of music more, then I miss him. I mean, I, today I feel that, you know, if he was there and at this age at, at a, at a more senior age, I would yeah. have uh, probably, you know, been able to get a lot more out of him. But nevertheless, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Ashirwad blessing is a big thing. And that is, I think it's one of the most important. So I'm really blessed to, you know, have had him do my Gandaban ceremony.
0: Yeah. Can you, can you explain how the ceremony is? Because it's very different for us, you know, we begin uh, yeah. lessons in a very different way. And I don't know how exactly the ceremony is in fact. Yeah. Can you just throw a little light the about whole, uh,
1: the, the, the point of Gandabandhan is the guru officially accepts you as his student. And okay. uh, Gandabandhan comes with responsibility. So mm-hmm. this I learned when my father did Gandabandhan to many of his students, including me. So ah, it's, okay. it's it's like the guru is more concerned about the Gandabandhan because the student becomes an official student of that guru. And... You know, whatever okay. he does, plays good or bad, or whatever the energy is, kind of the guru gets to gets known of it.
0: Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm.
1: so the gandabandhan is a ceremony where you have uh, like uh, rice and certain. Uh, there is there is a red band which is a which is the dhaga, which is the thread which okay. the guru does with some mantras, mm-hmm. and uh, then. The first, the ritual is to give you a bowl, a composition, your first Tani. Okay. And uh, Guruji, Gan, I, ca- I call him Dadu. Dadu means uh, grandfather. Okay, I grandfather. So he gave me a very tough composition. He actually wrote it with his own hand. And oh. uh, it's, it's there. And, uh, you know, it was tough for my father. For me, I could just read it and that's, that's about it. Today, when I try to play that composition, that is unplayable. So that's that's like one of the compositions or techniques that you, you know, keep it in the showcase, practice it. And maybe sometime when you are in your 50s or 60s, then, you know, you can bring <laughs> bring out that weapon from your bag or something with, with vigorous practice and years, years of practice. But I mean, after... That is after probably after where he weapon, wanted then,
0: you to be placed in a few years. Maybe that's what he was looking up for you. In the following yeah, years to it,
1: come. It, it was, I, I would again say it was more of Ashirwad. I mean, he he knew I was very young and I I was not really that much interested into tabla. I mean, we find so many child prodigies like they're so interested in their level of playing, whatever instrument yeah. is much more. For me, it happened very gradually. So, mm-hmm. it happened very gradually. So, coming back to the then after the gandavan thing, I went for a couple more talims. I was very notorious. And, you know, especially a elderly... <laughs> Guru, gentleman like him, my father, my parents were really embarrassed that, you know, this kid shouldn't be doing anything that he shouldn't, he he shouldn't be doing. So then Guruji fell a little ill and then he advised my father that, uh, you know, I have given you, he said, I've given you all my talim. So instead of me guiding him regularly, why don't you guide him regularly? And I'll be there to guide. And then eventually he fell ill and he left us in 97. So oh, okay. I was not fortunate to get that regular talim from him. That mm. was that was uh, very unfortunate. But fortunate enough to you know be, be the gandaband, one of the gandaband disciples of him.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's. <laughs> that's
0: and that's how was it carrying it?
1: That.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, there's a little <laughs> latency, so I might be interrupting your conversation.
1: No <laughs> problems. Tell me, yeah.
0: Yeah. You, how you, was you it continuing? Yeah. How was it continuing with your father? Uh, you know, again, a great, great master we all look up to. And uh, how how is your interaction been as a student and as a son? You know, because well, it's very difficult uh, sometimes that, you know, uh, it happened in my house. In fact, my mother is a singer, but not, mm-hmm. you know, all the time I just sit with her to sit and learn music. But I hear a lot, much more than sitting with her to learn. How was your experience uh, learning from your father? Was it a very hard, uh, you know, tutoring, mentoring, or was it very relaxed?
1: Well, the thing with him is, I mean, before the guru, he's a very, very loving father. So in my whole life, till till this age, he only beat me twice. So that's that's the okay. kind of father he is. So I never had that serious relationship of, guru shishya like father but he's the guru and he's serious and there there was never a timetable where mm-hmm. i would you know come and sit with him and he would exchange his thali and show me technique so so it was more like uh, you know certain times he would just call me and he would give me inputs but mm-hmm. what really affected was when i started playing with him as a, as a kid actually there is there is one fun instance that i want to share so I didn't have much interest in tabla as a kid. So my mom thought, you know, this guy is going out of hand. So how do we get him to practice or kind of, you know, get him into music? So she came up with the plan that uh, she told my father, whenever you have a tabla solo concert all over the world, all over India, you take him along, he will play with you. And that will probably, you know, get him some interest that he will practice and that worked so, <laughs> so so with my father even 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 at a before a very big event he wouldn't give me that mentor or guru sort of a bhashan a, a lecture that you know this is what you should do this is what you should not do prepare. but then the moment he's on stage he becomes a completely different person so mm. he becomes you know he develops all these energies and he's performing so then yeah. he could be the meanest person that you could ever see. He w- if you're playing something wrong, if, if I play something wrong, which I always do, then he will make sure that you understand and the people understands. So, so oh, that, is, okay. that is his way of, you know, expressing that, okay, I will not ask you to practice. But if you're not doing the job, then I'll make sure that, you know, people get to know. So out of that embarrassment, out of that embarrassment, that fear, I started practicing and uh, during the concert, still, I mean, still today when we perform and I listen to videos and recordings, he is always advising me something as I am playing. So I'm playing a composition and it's like, okay, make the baya a little soft. Okay, do this, do that. So he's instructing me. So that mm. that, according to me, is a, is the fastest and the most effective form of talim because it's like it's like a tiger teaching his cub how to hunt right there as as you know as the whole action yeah. happens. So you learn much faster, and then yeah. we analyze a lot after after a concert. We analyze a lot. I have I'm very open to my father, so I can ask him all sort of questions. And he would give me the answer. So the answer in itself would have some sort of a talim in, in, in code word. And at times, mm. you know, in simple words. So then, you know, he, he likes the talim that way. Other, otherwise, I never got a formal talim, so to say, with a, with, a, you know, with, a, with a certain time where he's sitting with tabla and you sit as a serious student. I never developed that. Wow. That's that's how the talim has happened, and it still it still is like that. With the, with the lockdown, uh, I I was mostly in Calcutta. Mm-hmm. so so you know as musicians we all never get this time where you are waking up at a time, you're sleeping at a time, you don't have to catch flights, and there is no schedule as such. So yeah. th- this for the last one and a half years, I got a lot of talim, some formal talims long discussion sessions with him, long practice sessions with him, certain things that he wants me to correct. So that's that's how it is. Yeah. And he so doesn't have... I mean, the corona a has Specific... Been... What's that?
0: No, I just meant to say the corona yeah. was such a blessing in disguise for a lot of things, in fact. Well, Not yeah. Not to interrupt, but I but mean, yeah.
1: it, it was more... Yeah, it was... It shouldn't have happened, but I mean... The thing is, yeah, I, I gained... A lot of time with my parents because you know when you're outstation you're in a different city you don't get to spend so much time with your parents true, so
2: that's,
1: so that's true. the thing and i mean at this age and day you have to be very lucky if you still have your guru a living guru a practicing guru who's there who's still in business he's performing so that helps it's like a lot yeah. of practical talim, practical information so to be yeah absolutely mm-hmm.
0: yeah and also not that you're getting to watch as you earlier said you're getting to play you're getting to learn on the stay in stage you're going back to home with the same guru you're able to yeah. interact you're able to apply it's like 24 exactly. 7 you are being with a guru which it's, is it's a tremendous 24/7 thing exactly we have a ritual
1: of listening to classical music every night from around twelve thirty to 2 a.m mm, okay so you know, it, it would be his playlist. He would request me, okay, you should play Ustad Habibuddin Khan Sahab. Uh, he's, he's he, he was a great tabla legend, one of the khalifas of al Garana. Okay. So we would pick up certain recordings and then as the recording is being played, he is analyzing and he's telling me what he's trying to do and what is his thought process. And those things actually, you know, develop you much faster than a formal talim.
2: Mm.
1: That's the thing. Okay. So then you go back. You know, you're, you can't sleep. You're thinking, okay, what is this? And <laughs> next morning you're applying that, and by the time it's about noon, he has he wakes up late, so he'll have his breakfast, and he's done with his thing. He will come, and then he will check. Okay, you know, whatever the information was given last night, what is what is the progress? And he'll tell you little oh, inputs. Okay. Yeah. And the and the amazing thing with my father is. He doesn't have a preset way of giving talim. So every okay. student has a different sort of talim from him. He's very custom customized talim. So he'll know the kind of student, the kind of talent the person has, what are the strengths, what are the weaknesses, and he'll his way of you know exchanging information will be based on that. So so that oh. is that is what benefited a lot of his students and including me. So he he yeah. he has a he gauges each student exactly how they are.
0: Lovely, yeah. Very interesting to know how the tutoring process differs from you know master to master. Uh, uh-huh. This is the first time probably I'm listening to how you know your father is as a guru. I've I've never mm-hmm. known in close contact like how you said now. Mm-hmm. Very 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 interesting. He's a very chilled
1: that. person. That's the thing. He has always been chilled, and as he's aging, he's getting. More chilled as <laughs> things. But on stage if you are making a fumble, then he'll make sure that people get to know. He'll play the same thing. He has various ways to, you know, show you that get back to work and this is not happening mm. and this should be done properly, you're not practicing enough or by you know, stuff like that.
0: Oh, okay. Just <laughs> like how a guru yeah. should be, in fact. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: i mean i mean in term in in terms of guru i mean i was i was very lucky when my i i had a wish to attend uh, the workshop of ustad zakir hussain back in uh, 2015 in san francisco okay. area and uh, when i told him he said oh absolutely great you should go to zakir bhai he calls him zakir bhai okay. and you should go and you should learn so i mean for a legend like him yeah representing such a big gharana and this and that, to ask his own son to go listen, take talim from another great person is something very rare. So these things actually, you know, these things that that helped me to develop more. Because it's it's actually your guru who decides how much open space he would give in the head of his student. How much can you evolve? What can you listen and what can you not listen? So all these things are there. So he's one of these chill, like, whatever you like, if something is good, please go and please play that, please listen to that, and please acknowledge that. Wow. So I think that has helped me big time, just because of his openness.
0: Mm-hmm. Which, in fact, directly brings me to the next question. Uh, in the sense, not question, but it's it's an interaction, but you led to the point no. that I always wanted to focus Uh you are there everywhere. Like just as I said, you play uh, with your father, you play solos, you play with other amazing tabla artists, uh, you know, Shubh Maharaj, uh, I've, I've, I've seen with also Pandit Kumar Bose, uh, but you also... Well, my, father,
1: my father has played with him. Yeah. The, the fun thing, uh, as, a, as okay. a tabla player, you get to play with a lot of people. That's one of the things. That's why you have more scope to evolve as an artist. Any, any tabla player, you, you have yeah. an opportunity to play with various forms of music.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: the thing. Yeah, yeah. So I sorry, I interrupted your question.
0: No, no problem. No, uh, you're just adding a point to it. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and also, I see you in the, you know, like a fusion circle. Uh, there are experiments that you do with other artists, very interesting uh, combinations and uh, collaborations that you work on. So uh, how, how do you see each of them, like doing uh, experiments, doing something extremely traditional? Do they differ in skills? Do they uh, add new layers of experience? And how do you look up to them, uh, being in all these uh, spaces?
1: See, I look up to experiments like anything. Those are the most important things. It's actually the experiments in the yester years in the past that has you know developed this form of classical music, which we call pure classical music, pure Indian classical music. Yeah you say north or you say south, it's because we have experimented, you know, for, yeah. for so many years. So my father always says, if you don't experiment, you become stagnant. So for mm. for a tabla player, especially for a tabla player, the more you get exposed to various forms of music, it is mm-hmm. much, much, much better for you to, you know, develop the skills. Okay. So... I mean, most of my experience on fusion uh, came when I was uh, when I moved to Bombay in 2014. Yeah. And yeah, uh, you currently reside
0: ex- in Bombay as well, right?
1: Yeah, I yeah. do. And uh, you know, I was exposed to the great Ranjit Ji, Ranjit Baraji and then wow. my very good friend Gino is there. And Louis G is there and Shankar G is there, Shankar Mahadevanji, and I mean Koffik yeah. G is there and whatnot. I mean G is there, everyone. Yeah. So so Mumbai is like a melting pot of various forms of music. So if you're there, yeah. I mean with me, when I went there, I was listening, I was jamming in. So you automatically hear so many other forms of music. And more than you experimenting, they actually know your thing sometimes more than you know, like, like when I play with a drummer, like when I was doing a a piece with Gino, we have a very nice piece, which is on YouTube with Gino. So Gino has so much information about the North Indian rhythm. So, okay. So so you, you get inspired by that fact, you know, this, this person who's from the Western, you know, drum is a Western thing, but then you have the knowledge, you have the, you have the temperament. So as tabla players, as percussionists, we also get inspired to, you know, develop that thing. You meet so many people, evolving people, people from Goa, percussionists, amazing per- percussionists from Goa, people come from America, all over the world. So it's it's like a melting pot. So I would say Mumbai teaches you a lot. And it also mm-hmm. gives you a version of what is good and what is not good because so many things are happening. And, you know, it's it's very hard to play the same thing yet make an impact for long years you have to evolve Mm -hmm. and uh, you know before that my father was always open to fusion he may not have done various albums or various works in the world of fusion but he was always Mm -hmm. open open to that and you know one of my talents from young age was you have to play with various forms of things and uh, every every form of music every form of percussion has its uniqueness and the thing is what my instrument instrument's uniqueness is that is something that I know but once yeah. once with a proper with a clear mind if you get to know the nuances of another art form it helps so much it helps so much I was so lucky to be playing with the south indian greats i played so much with uh, kumresh ji and shashank bhai and rajesh vaidya ji wow. and amazing yeah. mridangam players amazing maestros so if you are on stage you learn as as you are playing you learn and then if you are keen then you can learn deep even yeah. even today when i meet uh, shridhar patsarathi ji who is a wow. fantastic wow. Modern yeah. maestro from yeah. mumbai so there are only two things we do we he tells me all the funny jokes and then a few proverbs <laughs> and you know a few stuff so when i go back home i have some new information to work with so so mm-hmm. i think i think i think i think the culture people around you a group of amazing musicians senior people people of your age younger a, a, a group collectively brings up a form of music Wow, so so that is that is you know fusion, and it's so important to do fusion and uh, you know take things forward. I mean, even if you personally cannot take a certain thing forward, you never know someone else can use that information and take things forward. Otherwise, yeah. it's not going to change. Yeah, that's the thing.
0: <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> um now now when you look at yourself as a player and when you look at your father what is that thing that you think has evolved out of your own maybe experience or you know playing with different artists is it a perspective is it a certain way of playing or could you very clearly see that i've imbibed these things from another uh, you know art form or another mm. school of percussion or you know maybe just like little examples that can help us know you know what the sort of reflection is like
1: See, though though i belong to farukabad gharana but with my father you know for people who know him he represents all sort of gharanas. so he doesn't have a specific you know gharana to play so he he's going to play with various things so uh, when you learn from him you get talim from various gharana so i never learnt. A composition based on the Gharana. I learned the composition first and then when I developed the composition or a style then he said okay this is actually from Ajrada Gharana. This Ustad Mm -hmm. used to play this. So I got the Gharana information later. First I got the composition. So then you know when I see now in in my whatever solo it's it's there are many aspects many Gharanas because of my father and uh, I mean, the thing is, uh, you know, he, he would he would always inspire you to play various things, various schools, and it's very easy to have a have play different from him because no one can play like him. So that <laughs> <laughs> it's very difficult. But he he always told me that, you know, if you be the best version of Anindo Chatterjee, still the original has its value. Wow, and, you know, as as <laughs> as humans, we all crave for the original thing, right? we, we yeah. all crave for the original thing. so he always told me that you know if you cannot put your personality into your music of course you learn the roots of it which is common, everyone is learning the yeah. same thing but the change, the major change is when you can put your own personality your own thought process into your music yeah. so it automatically becomes your own style mm. that's the but but I mean, developing our own style in tabla is close to impossible. I mean, we all are trying. And uh, you know, tabla has been played so amazingly in the past. And so much has been done that you, you never satisfy it. There's something that you cannot imbibe. <laughs> and you know, as we speak, I mean, this generation, the younger generation, our senior <sighs> generation, everywhere tabla is like at its peak.
0: So, absolutely absolutely so you
1: i mean i mean you, you develop you hear a lot of people you hear your contemporaries you hear your juniors you hear your seniors and then the legends yeah. who are not more so with all this information you you actually need that to perform you know in in the in the mainstream circle because with with a certain kind of school of thought of tabla you cannot accompany people yeah. And then, then you're uh, if you're representing a gharana, a, a certain school. When you're, when you're playing with someone, when you're accompanying someone, then it sometimes most of the times it doesn't go along. So you have to go with the flow. So for for mm. that, the yeah. best thing that he suggested me and I follow is to just use your own ear, your own information. Just try to you know put it into your music. And mm. it takes a lot of time. Sometimes it doesn't happen. But if it happens, then you become one of a kind and not, you know, someone who's already there, a legend. Because you, you <laughs> cannot, I mean, you cannot become, there, there cannot become a second Sachin Tendulkar or a, you know, a, or a Lata Mangeshkar. These are like yeah. one and only. So you can just become one unique person. So I think, I think personality, your music, whatever attracts you, mm-hmm. your experience makes you, makes whatever style you develop into.
0: Wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which again brings me to a wonderful project that you have, the Laikari, the Laikari. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the I Laikari. have to spell it yeah. right, I don't know. The Laikari. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. It's, which, a, it's a
1: fun name. Yeah.
0: It's it's actually uh, a marriage of different cultures, different lineages, and all belonging to amazing, you know, like family of masters. Like you have Shikhar, you have Swaminathan, you have uh, Ishani De. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, and uh, I think I have, uh, I have, a dancer have, as have, well, I right?
1: I have dance in it. Yeah. And then I have... Vocal, so it actually developed in Bombay. Uh, okay. One of one of your uh, one of your uh, I think colleagues, uh, Aditya Prabhu. Oh yeah, yeah. Aditya you played Bhai, in Dhamru, if I am was, right, on two thousand fifteen, right? Back then, and uh, yeah. he came up. Uh, I, I had the project we were discussing, and then he was doing his Damru. So we got yeah. one of the major opportunities to play in Pune, Tamru, in the presence of Viku and Taufik Ji, Ranji Ji, ah. my father was there, and all the greats happened. I mean, it, it, the, the whole, uh, you know, summary of uh, laikari is basically percussion of three formats. Swaminathan from the south, myself mm-hmm. representing the tabla, and then Shikhar, who is, you can say, African instrument, but he plays yeah. in his unique style of his father absolutely so those those things were giving three perspectives of rhythm and then back then i had a idea of dance so i included dancer in it mm-hmm. and then it became good and then there was ishani ishani was playing uh, guitar and she yeah. was very young back then and she was terrific so it developed into something and then now when i see lachari it's something else in my mind i want more music to it more vocal to it and make it a song oriented thing with percussion wow okay yeah song oriented thing I mean the focus was not to have people with lineage when I when I developed it but it's just that the the friends that I had that I exactly. the worked, yeah. they happen to be representing great lineages <laughs> but uh, you know likeery is a pretty open sort of thing okay and there is something else called beats and pieces which i developed later
2: yeah
1: which uh, which basically is uh, playing pure classical music in a shorter format
0: yeah i saw it like a t20. It was, t20 it was somewhere exactly. i saw so, yeah.
1: so <laughs> i think when the 2016 t20 world cup happened and uh, i just heard that you know there was a, the viewership has increased and uh, mm-hmm. then my father said one of the things that uh, the great legends in the past have done is they have developed new audiences and those mm-hmm. audiences who were in their 20s in the 30s college school they are actually the people who are old they come to your shows they listen to you and they appreciate the support so unless yeah. you are not developing new audience unless you are not inspiring new audience you wouldn't have that audience when you become old or you you know you were aging or When the when the next generation. Are we
0: there? little glitch with my internet connection. I think I'm back. Is it? Can you hear me now?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you now. So a lot of my friends uh, said, ke, you know, we love classical music. We love the way you play tabla, this and that. But we don't have the time so much to listen to a classical music <laughs> for two, concert for two hours. Itna time nahi hai, kam rehta hai, this and all. But we really like it. That was one reason. The other reason was like, every time I would tell a friend to attend a classical concert, they would say, like, par we don't understand it. So then, you know, then I kept on telling them, actually, you don't need to understand it to actually come and appreciate. I saw one of your articles, which was beautiful about
0: going to a movie theater, watching a movie. It is not that you understand cinematography or anything else that you enjoy a movie. It's like you, you just get in and enjoy the movie for whatever you experience from it, which was a great anomaly, like, like an example to compare. In fact,
1: just, I mean, Indian music has been, you know, given so much people have gurus have scared people so much that oh classical music (laughs) you need to know this so much knowing 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 that young people who are you know we we all have very less attention span now compared to the years to years so we have so many things is social media facebook instagram where we are right now so it's hard for you know someone to like like a layman to readily get into the purest form of classical music so my thing mm-hmm. is you listen to beats and pieces okay if you like it good then you listen to little more 45 minute of music then if you're really a fan of it then you come to the 2 hour 3 hour 4 hour show then you it's like then you see test cricket or then you play test cricket that's the ultimate form wow. but just to get like a taste uh... in, yeah you have to package, I think, you know, we all, I mean, it's not me, but actually even in the years to years, if you see the greats, they have packaged pure classical music in a, in the most beautiful way. And like, in fact, has, maybe, I don't has know if I'm comparing it in the right. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry.
0: Yeah, that, that has uh, no, is this about? Yeah, sorry, continue.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so the coming back to Beats and Pieces, that was the whole idea of, you know, doing Beats and Pieces where I can present my culture my music in the purest form but cutting down on the time maybe dressing a little informal interacting and you know every 10-15 minutes there is a new artist new melody new person so it's just looks good in the eye
0: lovely enticing in fact uh, I was just about to say another comparison, maybe how, you know, Khayal Gaiky came out from a very formal space. So, mm-hmm. you know, to actually, it's, it's a change. It's a change where it made Absolutely. it a little more enjoyable I mean, or, you know, connectable to people.
1: We all know that uh, Khayal Gaiki, if I'm not wrong, came from Dhrupad. Dhrupad was the yeah. original pure thing. So I am sure that the first Ustad who <laughs> developed Khayal from Dhrupad was heavily criticized. And that yeah. was fusion back then I'm sure, Exactly. or yeah. you know, the format of tabla solo. So the format of tabla solo that we all follow is there and it's pure. But then, you know, the actual concert recording reference that we have is only about say from 1910. So you never know how tabla used to be played in the 1800s or in the 1700s. It's all stories. So I, I feel it's always good to keep an open mind and, you know, think the other way around.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Um, I saw somewhere that Greg G joined oh, and yeah, he's Greg saying hi to morning, both of you. Yeah.
1: Yes. Oh, hi, Greg. We, we miss you. I mean, the last time we hung out was in Goa. We had fun times. We Ooh. played, we actually jammed and he's such a lovely musician, such a like, he's like a big brother. Fantastic! Absolutely, listen, absolutely. Hope the lockdown ends soon, and then you know we can have the amazing Greg G back in India.
0: Absolutely, it. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so many percussionists joining the conversation yeah, absolutely, and public. Yeah, uh, and uh, I was just about to ask uh, on on the current projects that you're working with, and uh, mm-hmm. any interesting in piece of information you would want to share about them.
1: Yeah, right now I'm actually working on uh, redeveloping the lekari thing, uh, adding, trying to do a few singles, uh, mainly melody-based thing, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, trying to trying to release a few tracks on Spotify and YouTube because that's that's the trend. So, yeah. that's the trend that I hear, and I want to take uh, both lekari and uh, beats and pieces in both online and offline form. So. You know, okay. rele- releasing some music I'm working on it. And then, you know, people may like, and then, you know, they'll come to the shows and they'll inquire stuff. And then, mm-hmm. you know, your classical world is there. It's a never ending thing. And, yeah. you know, as yeah. you go into the depths, it's even more. And uh, Absolutely. that's the thing i looking. I mean, the lockdown was there. So now finally that the things are opening up, I'm really praying that, you know, we all get to lead our lives Normally, how we do—we travel and perform, and uh, you know, yeah. hang out with people, with other instruments, instrumentalists, and percussionists. So that actually develops. So that 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 will, you know, give new perspectives. Yeah.
0: Um, again, I'm I'm sorry if it's if it's getting just one-sided about asking questions because there's so much I'm interested about when you know, I just went me, and listened to a lot of about work.
1: you about about your experience. I mean. <laughs> It's so amazing to see the other day we were having a conversation. It's so amazing to see such talented lady percussionists and other instruments in in our country today and playing at top standard. So tell me a little bit about how you developed and your uh, experience on things. Um,
0: uh, I also come from a musical lineage, but uh, my mother, my grandfather, all of them are singers basically. Uh, But my mother has a very special ear for rhythm she loves Mridangam in a concert. And if she has the Mridangam, you know, the right artist that she can connect with, Mm -hmm. she just, you know, takes the concert to another level. So Mm -hmm. I was interested in rhythm in very, uh, you know, in my childhood, I started learning from my grandfather first, and Mm -hmm. then from my mother, but my hmm. parents noticed my interest in percussion i used to tap on everything that i saw around hmm. my dad used to tie together dustbins like plastic waste bins uh-huh. trash cans together uh-huh. and i used to play on both I, the I used sides
1: to
0: do that too. So, oh wow yeah. <laughs> okay
1: interesting i used to have a blue and a red and a yellow dustbin that i would play Those exactly the wrong. same yeah yeah
0: it was it was a blue and green instead that's the yeah. only difference i think So I I guess possession is such
1: that yeah any any kid kind of develops into it.
0: Yeah, it's pretty natural, in fact. Uh, And and you know, teachers used to hold my hand, saying, "Don't disturb the class, don't tap on the bench, and things like that." Mm -hmm. So at at my when I was ten years of age, I visited a concert in Chennai. Uh, It's like a chamber concert, which used to be (laughs) held at uh, a very uh, you know legendary artist who is no more called Musri Sir. So, okay. his students were performing and my master, my guru, guru Kuala uh, Balaji was performing there. And uh, I listened to the concert, my mother and my father, both of them loved the concert and the accompaniment. They asked my guru if he, if he would, you know, take, a, take me yes. as a student. Mm-hmm. He was working, he still is working in, uh, you know, RBI. And he said he's not teaching and he's fully into, you know, performing concerts and being a professional. So, he doesn't want to take any student. So my parents coerced him, told him that, you know, we stay very close and we are in the neighborhood. So just try see if she's picking up something. And if you're interested, take it forward. Otherwise, you just drop. Not a problem. We'll find another guru. Mm-hmm. It started off like that. And uh, I'm still his student. Uh, he's like my father. I'm his first student and disciple. Uh, mm-hmm. So he's, he's absolutely a father figure to me and uh that's the relationship just as we spoke you know it has evolved over the years from a space of fear and respect and you know really being afraid to speak to a guru ask questions because initially it's like literally uh being 100% trustful of what the guru leads you through mm-hmm. and following it 100% not asking too many questions because one important thing is to just follow uh not trying to question a lot of things because uh, once, once you imbibe the right things, and then you will have uh, answers to the questions by yourself, Good. over the time and over the practice over the experience over, you know, viewing and being a part of the experience itself. Yeah. So beyond the point, the guru himself encourages you to ask questions. Okay, you know, how you you noticing this artist and what do you see the difference? What is the difference between this and that? So initially I was playing only Mridangam and he was very keen that I focused only on Mridangam. But he also saw that I have interest on different percussion. So he did not stop me from doing any of that. So I started playing Kanjira mm-hmm. a little later. Then I had interest in Kornakol. Uh, I started playing other world percussions. Uh, so it sl- started slowly growing, uh, you mm-hmm. know, one by one. And uh, he's been extremely supportive of uh, me branching out a lot and he enjoys fusion, he enjoys different, uh, Uh uh, you know, styles of music, sometimes also play sessions. He he has a very open mind, very open mind. And uh, if I compose something or make some composition and send it over to him, he would in fact sometimes, uh, you know, get back and say, okay, let's collaborate on this or I'll play and send it back or it's, it's been like a friendship over the last few years. So the lessons exactly are like talims that you say. They are more, uh, you know, pieces of wisdom that he shares of his own experience rather than teaching me a composition just like that. Okay, you know, take this korvai or take this mora. That is never the sort of conversation that happens over the year. It's like, okay, this is what I've gained from my experience. I'm just giving you this. See what you can do with this. So, which is extremely so precious. To have a,
1: so, so important to have a guru so important yeah. to have a guru in whatever form it's like you know you can read a book but you or you can listen to youtube videos but you can't discuss with the book or the youtube video so just to yeah. discuss you you need the guru that is that is so important so in both our cases which is which is great i mean without guru you sometimes get lost and you can't come out of the things absolutely it's, it's absolutely just like that so great yeah <laughs> Interesting.
0: Yeah. And one thing I listened to was uh, your uh, solo on uh, the baya, uh, the the one that led with the baya, and then you started ah. accompanying on your. That was amazing. And I wanted to ask you about the technique of the baya and also the tuning mm-hmm. of the baya was so amazing. Like, how do you tune the baya? What is the pitch that you used to? Because in Murdangam, what we do is the left to say the tune to the pancham. Or the mm-hmm. Shadaj itself. That's mm-hmm. the sort of the tuning. So mm-hmm. uh, that, that tone of the Baye was amazing and how you led the entire thing through the Baye. I've seen Zakirji do, but the one that you sh- put was a very little snippet, but it had all the skills, just, yeah. you know, all together, <laughs> <laughs> put into that two and a half, three minutes of a solo piece. Just share a little about that idea and the thought behind your piece. The, the,
1: tuning, the tuning of baya is not usually given so much importance. But actually, you know, if okay. you can tune the baya to Pancham or close to Pancham and karaj, then the effect, mm. it, it, you know, it becomes really effective. But the composition that you're saying, it's actually a composition of a great Ustad, uh, Ustad Karamatullah Khan Sahab, oh, uh, okay. who's, uh, who's, who hails from the Farukawa Gharana, he's no more. He's one of the Khalifas, And I learned okay, that composition okay. from my father. But uh, uh-huh. just just like, you know, certain students develop certain strengths. You have certain, yeah. certain muscles which are better than other people. Mm-hmm. So this thing, mm-hmm. you know, the Baya movement I developed pretty easier. I, I didn't really practice a lot. But it just, the idea kind of stuck to me. And then I used mm-hmm. to play it in the traditional way. But then as I was exposed to other form of music and this and that, then I thought, okay, you know, why can't this be like a, you know, in the format of a song, in the format of a song where you start, it doesn't look so traditional. So the bina happened uh and the tabla. It's it's a, it's a, it's a, what is the term? I'm forgetting the term. It's a, uh, I'm not, I'm not remembering the term. It's, it's basically a, you know, you're playing two fingers simultaneously. One baya, one tabla, one baya, one tabla. And it develops into a rao. A rao is like a groove. Yeah. And though it's purely traditional, but I try to play it it in a little modern way so that... It seemed like as if, you
0: know, the left is interacting with the right. It's almost like a satsangat between your left hand and your right hand. It's like conversation between the hands. Usually what happens is, it's always a playing in unison, you know, Mm. Or the conversation is between your yes. mind and your hands. Yes. But this was like two hands having a conversation with each no, other. It was, was the, beautiful. The thing, to with
1: tabla, that. the thing with tabla is the left drum. Because, because yeah. in your head tabla is the main thing. So if you play something wrong on your right hand on your treble drum, you instantly know or people who are listening to you instantly knows. But the baya mm. You can play it various ways. You can not play it. You can play it lightly. You can put extra force. So it, it, yeah. every time it gives a different feeling. So the consciousness of Vaya is very yeah. important. Again, you know, my father always told me that from a young age that, you know, if you're conscious about your left drum, then it adds so much. It's actually the heart of your, you know, your, your whole playing. So maya yeah. developing is so important. If you see the great Ustad Zakir Hussain Ji. Absolutely. Seven, its the the baya control that he has even in the most simple things and the most complicated things is out of yeah. the world with my father with shapanjee pandit Shapan Chaudhary wow. and you know even with the greats i mean if i actually if i start naming them it will be a two hour show because <laughs> so many inspirations so many pieces. but baya is something yeah. that doesn't you know can go out of your mind if you're not conscious okay but tabla, if it goes, then you instantly know, because the whole structure is developed on tabla. Baya becomes a supporting thing. So so thank you for the piece. I'll try to, you know, do a better version of that next time.
0: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was awestruck by the one that you put. I'm, I'm waiting to see what more can happen with that, in fact. I'm also thinking,
1: I, I don't know, something might come out with the baya.
0: Wow. Yeah. Uh, In Mridangam, what they usually (laughs) say is, just as you said, a lot of intricate stuff happens on the right, but also on the left with the gumuki is what we call the modulation of the baya. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the makers uh, whom I interact with, his name is uh, uh, Anthony Shauria, who makes Mm -hmm. uh, Mridangams of Legends, uh, Mm -hmm. happens to make my gurus and my instruments as well. So he always says, if something goes wrong with the right, as a player, you can fix it. But to get the left uh, part of the mridangam or the tuppi uh, mm-hmm. set in a particular shruti uh, and to sound great is like a blessing. It's like your it's like guru kadaksham or a blessing exactly. of your guru. Because right, you know, you have this, uh, you know, in, it, the tuning pegs do not apply to the left for us. The kind of skin mm-hmm. that happens to the left is very different from the one on the right. So yeah. he says like right, you can adjust or do anything uh, to just fix your right. But left, you cannot do that. Is there something interesting about the baya like that, that you develop over the years, how to tune the baya, how to set it right for your uh, own hands?
1: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, if you you have been taught the tuning process, and for me, when I used to play okay tabla, I was playing tabla, still I had issues tuning. So my father Ah. spent a lot of time for me to, you know, teach, he taught me how to tune, especially tabla. Mm. But... Him, I mean, he always had the consciousness of tuning the baya, because yeah. you know it really adds. Otherwise, it's disbalanced. So if you tune it right, if you know how to use it, the modulation, then you know mridangam or or the baya or any sort of you know the bass drum, it really adds yeah. to it. It actually suddenly changes the energy. Yeah. Especially especially with tabla, with with certain compositions, certain luggies. There is no change on the right hand. The right hand is, is constant. But with the baya, mm, yeah. you, can, you can modulate and you can give it different forms in every so So maya becomes so important.
0: Mm, mm. It's sort of the driving force after a point of, you know, how you feel about a parten- particular pattern is more emulated yeah. by the left hand
1: that's true it's a acquired taste you don't develop the right consciousness for baya until you're matured to some level yeah because every, everything is taught keeping tabla as lead as as we you know mm-hmm. as we learn so the consciousness yeah. has to be there it just adds the modulation the pressure the tone changes suddenly it changes if you see all the grades even in mridangam even in mridangam yeah. so many grades shatish ji has developed Absolutely. So much, so much modernity, keeping the tradition in mind, and yeah. you know, whenever, whenever I play with him, so fortunate to have played with him so many times. Just get to learn, and you actually learn from the fact that what he's li- he's listening to tabla, and he absolutely is, a lot of his left hand is influenced by tabla. He developed yeah. something from the inspiration of tabla, and you yeah. sitting on the other side, a tabla player, you see that transition happening. And then you realize, yeah. oh wow, this is something I would never thought. So everyone is a teacher, actually. Everyone can be a teacher. No doubt, eye opener. Oh, no doubt at all.
0: Okay, there are a couple of rapid quef- rapid fire questions that Gapu mm-hmm. has given down to answer. Okay, if I may. Uh, sure. Let's. Some see of them. I'm... Some of them do apply. Yeah. Uh, who is your biggest inspiration in making your own music? Like, for example, if Laikari or, you know, bits and pieces are like your own creations of, you know, yes. how things have to be, it's your project, project. So it's, any it's very or... If
1: It's very difficult to say a name, but if you, yeah. if I have to say one name, I would say R.D. Berman. So if you see S.D. Berman, he was, oh. he was great. He had a beautiful way of giving music, but R.D. came with a complete new thing. He had all yeah. the good things of his father. But he, yeah. you know, put something new. So that is, that is one of the major inspirations that I have always had in my life. Apart from so many tabla players, that's always there. But just the idea, how he developed something new, gave Bollywood something new. So he's, he's actually one of the biggest inspirations in my life. How to, you know, keep yourself relevant in today's world. Wow. Lovely,
0: lovely. Uh, any artists that you always wanted to collaborate? With, I mean, always wanted to collaborate with that you did quite recently, or in in some part of your life, like always looked I, up to collaborate.
1: I with always them. wanted to even give a theka with the great Bharat Ratna Pandit Ravi Shankarji and Ustad Ali Akbar but I was never fortunate to okay. you know get that chance. I I, I I had lunches and I had dinners, you know, thanks to my lineage from my father many times, but that was my wish and obviously it can't be fulfilled. Other than that, uh, no, I mean, I I want to work with a lot of people. I want to perform with Anushka Shankar. She is fantastic. I'm a big admirer and uh, so many artists all over the world. I want to play with Santana, but... uh, I think, I think just for the virtue of my lineage, I have been lucky to play with, log in with all the greats, yeah. at least the first time. And later, obviously, you know, they, they, I would want to believe they took me for, I, for the fact that I was doing an okay job. So Ustad Amjad Ali Khan Sahib is someone that I always dreamt of performing with. As a kid, you know, you see him, he's like a sadhu, the, the way he presents. Himself yeah. comes on stage, performs everything. So it was my dream, and it came true in the biggest way. Then uh, I was lucky enough to uh, accompany Pandit Hari Ji in quite a few yeah. occasions. Okay. So, so all these greats. I mean, more than accompanying them, it, if if you're just in the same spectrum, like on the same stage, I think you know, you, you just get blessed. You just get blessed <laughs> and you get uplifted. So yeah. yeah, so so that is one of the things.
0: Yeah, and uh, any memories from your first stage
1: performance? Oh yeah, uh, first stage performance uh, after after I grew up was in in a festival called Doverland Music Performance, uh, Doverland Music Conference yeah. with Ustad Amjad Ali Khan Sahab. He oh, uh, yeah. he took me. He didn't take me on stage. He did his alap, and he said, K after my alap, you stand by the wings. I will call you." So he literally introduced me, like how you know in today's day a great director introduces a new actor, and we, oh. you know, you see, it's like that. I was very lucky. So he introduced me. When I came on stage, there was four thousand people, so I oh, was yeah. shocked. Yeah. And then I tuned my tabla, and then he tuned his sarod, and in five minutes he asked me to play. So that was a huge experience where you where you have a gallery filled of people they're also wondering who's this kid, how will he mm. be able to play? And you're playing with this great Ustad and suddenly when, when you hear, you know, when you, when you end the Tihai and when people start clapping and from a distance, it, it's like you hear from the last row and then it comes till the front row and you feel so much thrill and you want, you know, that this is what I want to do in yeah. life. So, so that experience, the first experience, was that. And then uh, when I was performing at the Carnegie Hall, that was very, very fortunate and very great experience to, you know, just be there on stage at the Kennedy Center. These things, these things really, you know, you hear stories about greats, not only classical music, but the Western greats have performed. And then if you were lucky enough to be able to play there, that's, that's a great thing. So I, I really cherish these moments.
0: Wow, wonderful. Um, Anything that you want to share uh, to you know people who are doing music, maybe you know percussionists like me, from your own experience of uh, you know being uh, in the Mm. in the limelight. I wouldn't say the limelight, but being in the show for all these years Mm -hmm. as an artist. Anything from your own experience that you want to share as a message, or from your experience.
1: I think learning the roots of whatever you're learning, Cajon, Western, Indian percussion, Sitar, Sarod, anything, learning the roots is very important. But having learned the roots to develop it into something which is at par with the culture, with the society that you're living in is very important. I mean, Mm -hmm. for kids, Mm -hmm. it's hard to understand. But I mean, you develop, you practice, you develop the roots of it. And then when you when you are already playing good, there is this level where people are like, "Huh, he's playing good. He's fantastic." So what next? So that what yeah. next is where your uh, you know your own uniqueness, your own style comes. So I think yeah. listening to various forms of music and uh, not thinking in your head that my form of music is the best form and nothing can be better is can really work in favor of you it worked in favor of me yeah and uh, just being alert when you're performing with people who are either greats or come from a very different different society different culture i was once performing with a lady from reunion from Ma- from mauritius near near mauritius reunion mm-hmm. island reunion uh, yeah yeah. yeah. And then their counting, their pattern of counting was totally different. They used to count something opposite. And okay. uh, I was hanging out with her and then she told me that. And later I realized that we actually do that to come to the Mukam. Mukam is like when a certain composition starts from a certain point. So, yeah. so open mind, open mind is very important. And uh, to listen to a lot of people, a lot of music is these things are important otherwise I think ultimately you should do the kind of music that really challenges you and excites you and try to do something new not be in the comfort zone because this whole thing of you know comfort zone is the times are changing very fast so if you're in your comfort zone that whole comfort thing will change and some other trend will come and uh, I mean I, I see the history I'm a big fan of history I have always seen the greats, my father or Zakir ji. they have always reinvented themselves every two, three, five years, ten years, seven years. You hear my father from the eighties, eighty-two, then eighty-six, this this some something different, then ninety something different, ninety-six something different. So every four, five years, their whole game changes. Mm. So my father always changed tells me to check whether I'm changing all the time. The change is very important to, you know, develop into something that you were not four, five years ago. Otherwise, you know, you you just just don't evolve and kind of, you know, lose it. That's what I feel for youngsters. I mean, youngsters, me included, I'm also, you know, as I speak, I'm also one of them. Giving
0: myself advice. Yeah. And as you share this experience, I also feel something that you don't feel pressurized being a part of the lineage, but you are extremely responsible being a part of the lineage, which are absolutely two different things. One Mm -hmm. comes out of fear and one comes out of, you know, sheer uh, adventurous nature or, you know, that excitement or curiosity of you know what to learn and how to carry it forward, which is which is Absolutely. so beautiful to see. Uh, because Absolutely. you can fall into either sides. It's a very narrow line to be pressurized by a lineage, but to be completely inspired and you know take it forward, uh, being a part of a lineage, which also shows how open your father is as a guru and as a father Absolutely. himself. I mean,
1: it comes from there. Yeah. Greg, uh, Greg just wrote. It's you know very important to keep growing even on that level. Yeah. Which is which is true at every level. You have to grow. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, you uh, have to. I mean, there's no other way. You have you yeah. have to grow, and that's that's the only thing. And to have, I mean, the lineage is there. If you if you have the fear, it's important to have that fear at a certain age of your life. But yeah. end of the day, tabla or music is not some like riyasat that you know you're the king and the king dies and the prince comes. It's not like that. The whole mm-hmm. point of Khalifa, someone who's the bloodline of the Ustad, only comes to, to validation when you are doing the job. If you are performing well, then you are the representative of a Gharana. If you are not, then it's not. So I think, I think it is like that. And for me, I used to have the pressure. I still have the pressure to you know carry the lineage, but mm. uh, I mean, lineage has its power to carry itself. I am too (laughs) weak of a person or, you know, anyone, like an individual person to carry the whole lineage. And the problem is at at times you feel so important of yourself. Oh, I'm carrying the lineage. It's like, oh, I have to do. So that way you sometimes miss the trick. So for me, I have learned the roots. I try to, you know, St- stay as, mu- as much as traditional as possible but I'm an individual, I am in a certain society, I have my group of friends I have my certain liking so it's it's the best to develop that thing into my music and really hope that the lineage also continues, if, if it's there in the back, in the roots then it should do, for me I still consider my strength is my roots because I have learned from my father I have practiced the traditional way and that should be rather easy because you have performed that, you have done practice, vigorous practice of that, you're always listening to that. But say yeah. just to, you know, get on stage with Greg and to jam with him, that is tough because you don't know that world so much. So that mm-hmm. is more challenging. And if you can do that, then this things become easier. Yeah. I feel
0: Ma. Wow. What a conversation. Now, thank you for that wonderful (laughs) bit of, (laughs) wonderful, you know, chunk of your experience. It's it's like a condensed wisdom. In fact, it's so important to, uh, you know, not have the burden. I I really loved what you said about not being too important because, you know, it's like, It's like God, you know. You don't need to be protector of a God or a religion. Uh, You know, (laughs) it just carries forward itself. It's
1: just so much weight on your shoulders. Oh, you're representing the Gharana. I'm not representing any Gharana. I mean, there is, Gharana is later. Tabla is a separate thing. Then Gharana came later. And if you are representing, then you will represent. It will tell, it will just show in your playing if it has to show. Putting extra effort... Is you know if it comes natural, great. Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's it's sort of losing yourself for something that you're chasing. You know, it's it's more like self-importance, yeah. much exactly. more than you're going exactly. with the flow. Very, and very, is very a huge
1: true. thing. I mean, it's a huge thing. So many ustadz have taken it forward. It's yeah. it's going to go forward. I remember that advertisement when we were kids. The I think the I think the Doordarshan developed like one Mashal. Kapil Dev used to run and then give it to PT Usha and PT Usha used to run, with it okay. like like a like a mashal sort of thing. Mine, it was it was some some sort of a commercial, like carrying okay. the flag forward. So you're just a soldier carrying it. So you just yeah. do your bit, but more than carrying the thing as it is as the package, if you can add something to it, or if your experiences are such that at a, at a certain age you develop something where you can add to it, I think that is more important. If you see all Mm. the greats, most greats, they have added so much to the Gharana. Yeah. The Farukabad Gharana, greats have added and then that becomes a part of the Gharana family. So it's it's important to add than carry the existing thing. I mean, both are important, but you should do both. That's what I feel.
0: Yeah. Well, wonderful, wonderful. I think we are nearing to the close. It's more than an hour. I really did not even know know, that it's been more than an hour. (laughs) And (laughs) I'm so happy because I have been following your work. I've, I've, you know, seen your father perform with Devishis Ji in Kolkata. Mm -hmm. I've had that wonderful opportunity and fortune to be there when he was receiving the award from India International Mm -hmm. Guitar Festival. We spoke about that over phone the last time. And I was, I was so like, I performed the same night before his performance. Uh, I remember I was small and I made a lot of mistakes and, and the biggest fear was, oh, you know, someone like your father is sitting and looking at the concert and what would run <laughs> in his mind. He's, but, he's, prob- but he's actually- probably
1: the most chilled person. he, he <laughs> he'll
0: got the same nice
1: spectacles. I like the spectacles. He'll point something which, which is not a part of your music. He's like that. Yeah, but, but yeah, the biggest think, fortune I of I seeking his blessings Kolkata, that night. Kolkata also changes, Kolkata also makes you a little more conscious because so much yeah. of music, pure Absolutely. music has happened in the past, just makes you a little yeah. more conscious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, or, and or, or places like, like Chennai. When I had my beats and pieces okay. in Chennai at, at Phoenix Mill, I was scared because Chennai is about purists and it's, it's genuinely about pure music. So I, yeah. I had that thought, you know, will that be accepted or not? But I mean, luckily, people showed their love. But with oh, all Chhene these, Chennai
0: is open. They are also they also really see what exactly you give. Kerala is yeah. the same. When it comes to Carnatic music, uh, we mm-hmm. always feel that when you visit Kerala for concerts, for pure Carnatic music of what they give and how much they perform. Again, in mm-hmm. terms of you know having a mix or blend of cultures, Chennai is an amazing place to see. You know what every artist gives. They are very keen uh, yeah, yeah. to see, to watch, to hear all those little you know metamorphoses that's been happening in one's mm-hmm. playing or art, art form. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So many, I'm so many s- comments have actually happened. I'm I'm sorry. I I was just involved in the whole discussion. I didn't see, but. Thank, thank you so much. Greg is here, and then a lot yeah. of tabla students, percussionists. I think I saw Deepa. I see
0: Purba. Purba and G is also there. G G G just G joined there. a couple of yeah. he's, he's one of Samastu
1: the guys him. that you know I look forward. I I always look up to. He's, he's one of the musicians who has developed from again coming from a similar school, pure traditional, yeah. and you know taking things, doing new experiments. So these people, Rakesh Ji is there. Aman Ayanji yeah. there, there. Wow. ji is there, and Niladriji is there, and you know, the, like the names go on and on and on. And on, and on and on and on. But when yeah. you see your seniors, your immediate seniors, your your elder brothers, and not the uncles, your elder brothers and all, doing so much stuff, that also inspires you.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. That's, that's I good. mean, on this occasion, when he is there, I would absolutely love to thank him. I've visited. Uh, Purbyanji and Gayatri Chechi. I call yeah. her Chechi because yeah, we I hail from Chichi, Kerala. Yeah. yeah. So I visited their place once and we had a very mm-hmm. short jam session with Megha. Uh, Megna, mm-hmm. Megha. I'm sorry if my name is wrong, Megha. but correct. Megha. Yeah. Correct. Megha, Purbenji and Gayatri Chechi and all that. So correct, special correct. thanks to him for housing me for Absolutely. at least for those two, three hours. It was magical for me. Yeah. yeah. He, being at when, place. Whenever,
1: whenever I'm around him you know, in that whole thing with Gayatri Di and all... Purbancha students. It's a nice vibe. It's yeah. a fun vibe. The mood it's is chilled. Great. Yet, you know, you do a lot of music and stuff.
0: And yeah. and so okay. is
1: with all these, you know, great musicians who happen to be my elder brothers and sisters. You learn so much. I mean, you—that's the best thing when you have people who are not like your father's age, but immediate, like two, three, five, seven, fifteen years senior. You get to speak to them. You learn so much. They have. Had the same journey that you are going yeah. through at this point, so it just enlights you if you if you have the consciousness for it. Mm,
0: mm. Completely, completely. Um, so I think we are nearing the close. It's almost like ten fifteen now. Wonderful. And I think uh, we had
1: a decent. I, I think we had a good session. Absolutely, my just, privilege. Just I'm mind, so mind happy. a little bit on the cricket match because it's India Pakistan.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I just I just saw the match a few minutes before joining, and uh, yeah, India had a little hit lo- losing wickets in the first uh, few uh, overs itself. But yeah, I I think we'll join back and yeah, see I think, the match I how it is
1: Today, when India wins, we'll play some nice gappo kahan. To celebrate. Absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely.
0: Have you played one yourself? Have you uh, used? I haven't. Any of I the, haven't
1: played the gapu kahon. I have. I was yeah. presented with a cajon from a different brand, but uh, mm. once, once you know, I'm uh, once I'm in Bombay, which yeah. is next week from next week. So I'll be I'll be actually going. You guys have a crew there, right, in Mumbai? I yeah, do, yeah. I, I mean, Adi is, there, the to, Adi is yeah, Adi is so I, the best person to. Yeah, Adi is the best
0: person to contact. Yeah.
1: I am one of those guys who would want to just, you know, leave tabla and go and play different sort of kahun and get into the mood and try to, you know, yeah. develop something new. And which is the great thing is a lot of new things are happening in, in, in terms of making instrument also.
0: Mm.
1: Not, not only musicians are developing, but instrument makers are also developing. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I'm sure this, you know, this change which is happening will... Present us many great musicians in the next five, ten, fifteen, twenty years. I'm sure. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Great. So once you get to play the gapu, uh, share a picture or I'll you know a little absolutely. snippet that we will get to listen to it. Also. I'll, I'll
1: do that. I'll tag. I'll tag the gapu page, and uh, yeah. I think there is a there is a lovely uh, lucky draw sort of thing that is going on the uh, gapu uh, page, and then. Yeah, I'm not really. I think you have to tag, uh, Gappu, and then if you're yes. lucky, you get about what flat 40, 40, 40 percentage
0: off on the products. So I think Good. they'll be announcing it. Uh, yeah, uh, by by a message or Perfect. by a comment yeah. in the, in the story thank soon, you. I guess. Thank Looking forward to that. And Wonderful. thank you so much for sparing uh, you know your precious time, if oh, I may pleasure. say so. My pleasure.
1: <laughs> lovely lovely <laughs> interacting with you and. Uh, it's so amazing to have a lady partitionist speaking making so much sense and you know such amazing vibes. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much. Thanks to all my teachers, you know, uh, people who are like you, who have been looking up to and uh, I really hope we get to meet in person soon. Maybe jam That's together, great. play something together. My honor it would be to Dutch just book. as you said Dutch about book. Guru Bais, you know, me, I'll get day. a lot to learn from you. Yeah. Same here. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. Thank uh,
1: Namaste. Take care. Yeah.
0: And pranams to uh, uh, Anindodhatu.
1: Sure. And pranams to your Guruji. Thank you.
0: Thank you Thanks. so much.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah.
0: Bye-bye. Bye. bye